hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, Estoniest, uh, uh, horse ridingest, history geekingest, straight shooterist recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. Ever. I literally was not prepared at all. I'm sure you can't tell. Uh, and uh, we got the we got the music back. You know what we need to do is next time we record in person, I need to just give you the files so mm-hmm. that you can put them in your little. Oh yeah, just drop it into the the sound mix. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. work. But and I think it's using also the fake music. <laughs> well, I think it's also really fun that people get to hear me sing it badly. I think, yeah. I think that adds to our charm. I mean, you know, I could edit this more. This mm-hmm. could this could honestly sound like you know like a Gimlet podcast, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's why you're all here. <laughs> no, no, it's certainly not for the audio production. I can assure you, <laughs> it's um, for the DIY nature. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Also, every podcast, like, oh man, we should really like sound better. <laughs> yeah, like, what's the point? What's the yeah. point? Really, you always like, got to have a new goal, and our goal is perpetually just get a little bit better. Just get a little uh, but, bit better. But hey, Promote speaking a little, a little bit better, how yeah. great was that live episode? I think we sounded wonderful. You sounded particularly good. Uh, I think I'm going to, I think next time we do it, because we always got to take a step forward, I'm going to not use the uh, the arm on my mic stand. I'm just going to hook up a regular mic stand, so I'm not like standing oh, on my head. Oh, you don't sound like you're like a million feet away from it sometimes? Yeah, because I'm like trying to adjust it and talk into it, but also ma- maintain eye contact so I'm not a psycho. You did a uh, lot of like rotating. <laughs> oh, I was in major rotation mode, but I've got another stand. I was trying not to call it out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get better. It'll only be better next time. I got a couch in here now. Like, shit is popping it's off. A nice, it's a nice environment. You had an ambassador cat that didn't bite me, so that mm-hmm. was nice. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. We're doing I the just, best we can. Just try to be be good, behave when I'm in there. Um, you know what's not good, though, Sammy? What's can I not tell good? You what's not good? Tell um, me what's not good. The show that provides the entire framework for this podcast, I am dying. I am dying. <laughs> Zach is really bad. Like, um, okay, so I was like perusing TikTok like I do every day. I think everyone knows this at this point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was just like scrolling through and there was an ad for The Bachelor as one of like the ads that I scrolled past. And I was like, ooh, they didn't turn their comments off. I need to see. Because like on a lot of like TV show promos, they just like preemptively turn the comments oh, off. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let me see what kind of comments they got. And someone was like, um, like, you seriously need to listen to your fans and pick the right kind of bachelor for next time, like rolling eyes emoji or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's I think that's the biggest problem. It's like, OK, please stop punishing the fans for Juan mm-hmm. Pablo. OK, we fucked up once. Yeah. Once. Although that was like one of my favorite seasons of all time, just because he's a huge pile of shit. It was a complete train wreck. <laughs> it gave us like Andy Dorfman and all of that, which I think oh, was really so much good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like and like Charlene and like a lot of really good people. Mm-hmm. But it was such a nightmare. And mm-hmm. there's I mean, I feel like so many of the fan favorites have like are still good. You know, it's like they have staying power. We still like them. So why are you not picking them? It just doesn't make any sense. I have I have multiple concerns and I agree with you 100 percent that I think 
Zach not the correct choice. No. Okay? The most milk toast motherfucker alive. Well, and he can't stop talking about Rachel. Like, no, no. It's like, it's like I feel like you're at one of those signs where it's like zero days since an accident on the factory floor, but it's like zero days since Zach didn't mention his previous relationship on this show. And yeah. part of it is because I think, I mean, he's boring, but that it's like, what does he actually have in common with a lot of these women? And it's like, hey, remember when we were both on the same fucking game show? Like, <laughs> that's basically it, you know? Uh, but I, so I agree that like he is not it, right? No. He's not the guy. But I see Zach not as the disease. He is merely the symptom, okay? I think there is a structural rot within The Bachelor that needs to be fundamentally addressed. And it, it all is derived from the show's puritanical nature and, and the right. weirdness that grows out of that and the way they try to suppress that weirdness. And I had an amazing breakthrough this past week, Sammy. Oh my God, tell me about it. Um, I, I, I've been thinking about this and I'm like, why do I hate this? Like, I love reality television, but like, and I love The Bachelor, but like, why has like, just my, my desire, my drive to really consume this stuff uh, just, just gone in the shitter, you know, and felt like mm -hmm. a chore more than something I look forward to. And then I was on Hulu and Hulu was like, Steve, hi, our algorithm understands you on a deeper level than most people. And I said, thank you, algorithm. What, what do you have suggested for me? And they were like, Steve, do you recall the year 2007? And I said, yes, what a wonderful year in Steve Cuff history. I do. I love that year. And they said, great. Here is Rock of Love with Brett. Oh, Marcus. yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, Sammy, it was like, it was like the, 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 the stone was rolled away and the light hit my face. And I just, I, I saw it for the first time. I was like, this is what I have been missing. Reality television peaked on VH1 in the mid 2000s and no one can tell me different. And part of the reason why is it is like moment to moment, beat to beat, just the way the episodes play out, like little throwaway lines that are not treated as anything would be like a six week chaotic meltdown on The Bachelor. Like uh, Brett Michaels, Rock of Love, don't give a fuck. So, and yes, <laughs> it's, it's just it's wild the entire time. Like everything that happens, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe someone said that. And also no one cared. And the only time that anyone actually does like, you know, get upset and it's like, oh, we have to have a very special moment. It's like, oh, no, Brett had a, a foursome and some of the other girls that weren't involved in the group sex are now upset or a girl literally punched someone in the face. <laughs> like, wow. all right, you could be upset about that. Uh, but but all the little things and seeing like what the drama is on The Bachelor this week, I'm just like, my God. God, this would not even be a talking point for Brett Michaels. It it's boggles the mind. So, okay, do you want to know what my show was at that point? I would my love favorite. to know. Okay, I'm not endorsing this person because <laughs> I also are... don't endorse Brett Michaels. Let well, me no, be no, very no. Clear. But no, this is worse. This is considerably worse than Brett okay. Michaels. But at the time, uh, nobody knew any of this stuff, and I also don't think. They were like this. Um, but I did really like a shot at love and thought oh, yeah. it, I was, a, I mean, here's the weird thing. Speaking of TikTok, Danny from a shot at love 
people have been posting all these present pictures of Danny on my for you page. <laughs> so we know what, what my algorithm looks like. Um, and Tila Tequila is a terrible human and oh, yeah. like, like literally a literal a Nazi. Nazi. Yeah. And, and not even just like, oh, you have fascist beliefs. Ergo, I am like comparing you. No, it's like, no, she like walks around with like swaths. She wears shit. like regalia and stuff. It's really <laughs> yeah, she's like real so, fucking into it. I am not saying I am not endorsing her. But at the time, she I she was not like that, at least not. Nobody knew anything about that. No. I don't she think got she Nazi was killed at some point. I think I think she did change um, mm-hmm. from because I don't. I mean, she she wasn't anything like that back in the you know mid two thousands. But that was like that was a fun show because it was this dating show where it was like you know men and women on the same show. She's you know like and that was like kind of like it was that was new and interesting mm-hmm. and Danny was uh very attractive and everybody was like rooting for Danny so that made it like a fun show to watch and it was not as wild as Rock of Love or mm-hmm. you know um oh my god why am i forget why am i blanking right now this is so bad are you talking um, about my boy flavor flav yeah yeah what was his flavor, flavor of love, of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh that should be easy a shot at love flavor of love rock of love god how and, could uh, i forget later that? the rock of love spinoff daisy of love and the flavor of love spinoff i love new york yes of course i love new york um, but yeah, like those shows were pretty fun, you know, but, but what's interesting too, what you bring up, like what would be, uh, you know, a, t- like a two minute throwaway thing would be six episodes. That's the similar, that's like a similar argument that people make when they compare current, uh, real housewives franchises, mm-hmm. um, like something like Beverly Hills used to be Beverly Hills in New York used to be the best. Mm-hmm. I like no one can argue with with me on that because I will not listen to it. They were the best like franchises, hands down. And then somewhere along the way, it's like that's what happened where one thing would happen. It would get stretched over six episodes and it wasn't even that important. And I'm like, what happened? That happened on Vanderpump Rules, too. But now Mm -hmm. I think this season is going to be, my God, I don't know if you heard about the news that came out today. But anyway, it's going to be explosive. Um, And I'm very excited about it. But uh, yeah, like uh, people say, though, with like Atlanta and with like Potomac and stuff. Um, and I would say to some uh, extent with like Salt Lake City, too, it's mm-hmm. like these wild things happen and yeah. then they're on to the next wild thing, you know, and it's like, whoa, what the <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's like the standards kind of change franchise by franchise and season by season. And like one of the reasons I think Potomac is like the one of the most fun series to watch is because they just say the wildest stuff to each other and they all do it. And then it's like the next week, everyone's reset and buddies. And you're like, what just happened? Like, you just said the meanest, like you just went clankety clank to somebody. And now it's like, you never said. Well, and and I I like Salt Lake City because like it it started off. I don't even think this woman's on the show anymore, but there's just like a lady. She's like, I married my grandpa. And I'm like, all right, I'm intrigued. Oh, Mary. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But now, now it's just like, I don't even need Salt Lake City. I just need the Jen Shaw show. Like, here is a delusional criminal throwing things at people. It's great. Like, oh my God. I don't know what, I, yeah. I, 
is there an interview coming? I don't know. Anyway, whatever. It's crazy. Um, it's it's wild stuff. But yeah, so I I really I mean I thought the series was heading in the right direction when they were like we're gonna have you know Tasha and Caitlin host the show. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what should happen. And then I was like, and then the next logical thing would be Aaron and James. And then they didn't do it. And I was like, why didn't you do it? This makes perfect sense to me. And and how much of it too, aside from like, you know, the hosts and the and the bachelor or the bachelorette or whoever, but like I think part of it is it's like a cultural consciousness too of like what reality TV is and what it's become. And now it's just like, you know, it's these like impossibly attractive people um who like are are very conscious of their image and they see a reality show as i mean it's it's a way to elevate their image and their brand and stuff like that where in 2007 it was just like rock of love i'm pretty sure they went to a bar in chicago and just like scraped three women off the floor and that's what i want i don't want like perfect people who sell me poop tea. I want, I want sickos. I want absolutely deranged sickos. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's the other thing too. Like even before that, you know, that that's been like a conversation I've had with a lot of people. Like it was not seen as a good thing to be on reality television. Mm-hmm. Like if you were on between 2000 and 2010, it was not good like you that was embarrassing yeah it was, it was like, not good for you it was so good for me though you yeah know? <laughs> it was like but it was like oh you couldn't make it as an actor so you're going mm-hmm. on reality television yes uh you you can't hack it so that's why you're here and god and, it's like now now we're in you know they always talk about like prestige television and Mad Men changed everything and all this are we, we're like in the era of prestige reality and i hate it I like some of it. I will say I do like some of it. Like I said, I think when the Real Housewives hits it right, they hit it oh, really yeah. right. I think Below Deck, Below Deck is one of yeah. yeah the best series to ever grace our televisions. And I mm-hmm. unabashedly love Summer House and Winter House. Um, I will say some of the latest seasons aren't as good because now that everybody's starting to like settle down, I'm like boring. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're real people. We're married. We have billion dollar businesses like nah, yeah, not I'm like, interested don't care anymore yeah i liked it when carl was like selling that d- like dental dent like dental implants or whatever yes that's what i mean that, that was the best i mean i'm happy carl's doing well but that was really fun and yeah. um you know and that's the same argument people have about vanderpump rules is like now i like i said i do think this latest season is going to be a straight up mess and i am very excited about it because it has been a snooze fest the past couple seasons mm-hmm. um but like what made the show so good at the beginning was these are people who are scrappy and normal and they have normal jobs. And this is yeah. the kind of stuff that happens at restaurants. And if you've worked at a restaurant, you know that. And it felt very real, but like amplified. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, do you you're all friends? I think you all hate each other. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. You're like the meanest people to each other. And but now it was they're not so service fun. industry people anymore, right? They're like right. they all celebrity own houses actors. in LA. Yeah. yeah it's like who, nah. Who plays who play service industry people on TV. That's all they do now. And it's yeah, different. and most of them they don't even do that anymore. Like no. they don't they don't even keep up the ruse. Like they don't even work shifts anymore. But it's like 
ugh, you know, like the what was fun about it was this young, hungry energy. And mm-hmm. so it's like you kind of have to you kind of have to do what, what they did with like Laguna Beach, you know, mm-hmm. not that that necessarily worked into like the third season because I don't think it did. Yeah. They just like picked the wrong main, I think. You know, it was like after Kristen's season, it was kind of like, rah, rah. sorry, everyone, we're talking about every show but The Bachelor, but I hope you enjoy okay. it. Okay. It all comes um, back around. And, and everybody knows this week on The Bachelor was boring as shit. Anyway. It was super so boring. We're doing you a boring. favor here. Um, But yeah, you know, it's like, like, but they did, tr- like, I think the first two seasons of Laguna Beach were, like, a good example of if you had kept it mm-hmm. going and had a compelling main every time, you they could have kept that show going for, I think, a pretty long yeah, time. Yeah, like 100 years. Yeah. 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 But they just, I don't know. It's like it all kind of fell apart. But then The Hills mm-hmm. was so good that it was like, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. Like, who cares? Laguna who? Um, but, yeah, like, it's like you kind of, if you're not going to go into the the only way is Essex territory mm-hmm. <laughs> to get really specific and into like that highly produced cinematic. Cause I, there's something so addictive to me about like shows like Towie. Like I can't mm-hmm. stop watching shows like that. Cause I'm like, I know it's all fake, but Holy shit. Is it fun to watch? Um, if you're not going to go that way and you're not going to go totally scrappy and you kind of like land somewhere in the middle where it's like, you know, like a Disney show, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. And like puritanical and stuff. It's just like, I think society has moved so far forward in the last 23, 22, 23 years, you know, since the beginning of the bachelor and marry a multimillionaire and the show has not evolved along with it. Although there are like fits and starts where it's like, Oh, maybe, They're starting Mm -hmm. to get it. And like you see hope. Um, By the way, I don't know if you know the kind of stuff that Demi is doing on TikTok, but holy shit, they should just bring her back. I mean, I've not watched her TikTok. I'm going to look her up. So she's um, she has been talking a lot about like being autistic Mm -hmm. uh, and it's been really interesting. And she just has like, I don't know, she's just I feel like she's come out of her shell. Like she's not masking as much as she was on the show. And it also like her talking about that. I'm like, oh, that explains a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And she has I I think she I think that was her talking about it. She's got PDA autism, I think. Um, which is basically, it's called like, yeah, pathological demand avoidance, where it's basically like someone tells you to do something and you like pathologically do not want to do it, (laughs) (laughs) which is like, oh yeah, that's Demi a hundred percent. Right. And she's been, she's, so she's been talking a lot about like the things that she does to like trick herself to do certain things and whatever. Like it's very interesting stuff. And she, I feel like she was so under appreciated i feel like she started to come into her own kind of later in the game and on paradise and stuff and i just really like her a lot and i'm like god she is so interesting she still has such a following she's so likable and she's been very embraced on tiktok like she gets like she's not just like on insta doing insta model shit she's being like her whole self on the internet and Mm -hmm. and like that's interesting. Go in the direction of the people who have been on the show who are being humans. And like I said before, like Taylor has talked a lot about like sex therapy and stuff like that. And um, 
she's much more like she's got more dimension to her. Obviously, everybody does. But she's yeah. really like letting has let it out a lot on the Internet. And mm -hmm. they gave her such like a one note read on the show. And it's there's just all this potential all around them. They don't even have to go to anybody new. They can pull from the pool that they have. Um, but it's like they pick all the wrong people and then they also burn some of the best people that they have. Yeah. Like, like Rachel, you know, it's mm -hmm. like uh, Rachel Lindsay, you know, it's like they, I, I just feel like I could do such a better job. <laughs> and it yeah. really makes me mad. <laughs> and and even like, like thinking about, uh, you know, the, the, the women this week, like who's left essentially. And I, and I'm going down the line. It's just like, well, Allie gets eliminated. We, you know, obviously we're going to get to that later, but who's Allie? It's like, well, I don't really know, but she seems pretty normal. <laughs> she just seems like a normal girl. No opposition to Allie. Just yeah. don't know her that well. Um, Ariel has this amazing one-on-one -on -one date this week. And I'm like, who's Ariel? Isn't that Gabby? And I was like, no shit. Mm -mm. Ariel's the girl that looks like Gabby. Like, yeah. She's <laughs> been kind of around. She was like around on the yeah. first episode. And then it was like, yeah. we didn't hear about her at all. And then it was like, Oh, remember that girl, Ariel? Well, I am so intrigued by her mm -hmm. and that's why who, you haven't seen me talk to her at all yeah and then it's like <laughs> who, who is cat and then the answer is well she's the new cat because the og cat was eliminated so then she got to be cat and what do i know about her all i know is she is like uh, she's one of those people where it's like you are like uh, so tall and model-esque and devastatingly beautiful that I Wait, what do you mean? Eye contact with what you. do you mean, OG cat? And now I'm confused. There was a cat before this cat. There was cat with a C. So Catherine, who was cat oh, now. you mean cat, cat, strange face, cat? Yeah, cat, strange face. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, no, Catherine's been around, and he's called her cat sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And but, so yeah, yeah. But yeah. So there's like, <laughs> so she gets to be cat now, but she's Catherine. Whatever. Got it. Got it. And I don't know anything about her other than like. She's hot. Like, <laughs> that's it. And the show isn't, and I'm not just being like, uh, uh, you know, a pig about it. It's like literally what has the show told us? She, she's probably a nurse because half the people on the show are nurses. Yeah, I she's think a she, hot nurse. she that's is all a I nurse. I mean, I thought she was going to be a front runner from week one. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was, so yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Kat. Uh, yeah, let's Kat's do it. Got, listen. I don't think Kat is, again, I don't really think we've had any, like, actual villains this season at all. But um, that was shitty. Like, Kat has bad timing and mm -hmm. really needs to read a room and is bad at it. Yeah. And I'm sure a producer said, well, don't you want, I mean, Katie, uh, Katie did that whole hotel thing. Yeah, it's like through the just door. shoot your shot, you know. So don't don't you want to take a chance? You know, it's like and honestly, I'm going to take Cat's side for this because again, and you you would, I knew it. I was here's like, why, this is here's why. Be something we disagree on. <laughs> I I have been rock of love pilled. I cannot handle this. this is one of the, <laughs> one of the most like like brain churningest things that I had to get used to watching Rock of Love is Brett Michaels is perpetually kissing everyone all the time. Like he just says hello and like tongue kisses six women in the same room. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, that's fine. And the idea, <laughs> yes. by saying that Kat can't just like pull him aside at a random interval and be like, yo, I just want to say what's up. Like, that is the essence of this show. Like, the, the fact that they have all of these bizarro, 
unwritten rules like this these social contracts we're not aware of within the bachelors like there are times when you can steal and times when you cannot steal and this and that and this and that and maybe cat read the room wrong and that's fine but for the love of god you're you're it's, it's like 30 women on a show you're dating one guy he's smooching everybody especially at this point you're down to this many people it's smooch town usa he's made out with all these women and you should come to terms with that now the fact that he came back with lip gloss on him and whatnot, not great. And Kat, not great. Well, here's um, the thing. Okay. You know, not villain behavior. This, If this is our new bar for villainy, then uh, w- what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it's villain behavior, but what I will say is um, usually, here's a here's an unwritten rule, mm-hmm. usually. When a contestant takes a bachelor or bachelorette like aside before a date, it's usually because there's something urgent that they like they're building it up like, yeah, oh, my God, I still haven't told them that I have a kid and I got to tell them now yeah, or whatever or. Oh man, I totally messed up our last interaction and I just want to make sure he doesn't misconstrue this thing I said. And this mm-hmm. is my next chance to talk to him. And I just want to grab him real quick. I feel like that's usually the thing that is more accepted. Yeah. By, oh, that's much yeah. more accepted. And it's a much bigger swing to just be like, can I pull you aside before your one-on-one date so I can literally make out with you in a hallway? That's just- Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I just missed you. And I just want to kiss you and whatever. And I do think, I can't remember who said it, but mm-hmm. someone was like, um, What's that going to change? That's not yeah. going to change no, no, anything, which is true. Also, you to know, the tango here because, hey, person who's mad that Cat uh, kissed your boyfriend before you went on one date, guess what? Your boyfriend kissed her, and he certainly seemed to enjoy himself. So, like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, listen, whatever. Like, yeah. who cares about I, I him it. anyway? I get it, right? <laughs> but, still. Um, but also, like, the thing that feels extra shitty about it is it's, like, with Charity, like, he gave her that crappy Big Ben gift. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that sucks. What a yeah, that's the worst. sucky, sucky gift. <laughs> She's just getting just and then dragged. And then it's like, okay, right. well, you get a do-over. And it's like, wow, that's so great. Okay, this is your time to feel special because your one-on-one got interrupted by COVID. And also at the time, all you got was this weird consolation prize. So it's like, this is the time where you can feel special. And that does feel like a mind fuck to, mm-hmm. you know, even though we all know what's going on. It's still, <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of Sister Wives. I mean, of course, that show is like brilliantly imploding in the best way ever right yeah. now. Oh, too. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm just so happy with the direction it's going. Um, but, you know, at the beginning of the series, they kind of like teed it up. Like, these are the rules so that we don't think about what's happening when we're not around, <laughs> you know, because it's. Because it's weird, you know? Mm -hmm. So we keep these separations in our relationship and there are certain things we do out of respect for the other women involved to like not make it weird so that we can coexist. And now we know, (laughs) of course, they like didn't coexist that well and like there's all this dysfunction and whatever. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like that was the conversation that they had and, and it did work to a certain extent for a certain amount of time. and. Like, this is like a much 
smaller version of that, but with many more women and many more dynamics. And I think it also kind of depends on like what the group vibe is as a whole. I don't really get the feeling this season, and I could be wrong, um, mm. that these women have formed as close of relationships with each other. I don't feel like we've seen the kind of female friendships that we've no. seen on other seasons of The Bachelor. Well, it's like I think about all the time, like um, Ken- Kendall and Becca type of friendships. Yeah. Where it's yeah, there's, like there's nothing like these that girl gangs are forming and you can tell they're going to be BFFs, you know, and whatever. And that's just like not the feeling that I've gotten on this season at all. So I think it's like because we've got to read the room, there's mm-hmm. there doesn't seem to be that kind of like closeness. At least they're not showing it to us, you know, and kinship as in other seasons. I'm sure there are women who are becoming friends, but it's not like and it's not anything like, you know, the 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 season that I hold up on a pedestal as, you know, Katie season with the men just being absolutely looks like they couldn't even care less that Katie was even there. Like who, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we are, we are trying to win Katie's affections, but also we just really love each other a lot. And that was really still one of the most fun things to watch, I think. Yeah. So it's just kind of a weird, I don't know. It's a weird situation. They had a weird last week. Greer is now okay. This was really confusing. What is going on? It's like Greer's got COVID. He's like, Wow, uh, well, just let her know that I hope she feels better and gets better soon, but not too soon. Like, you know, take your time. Get this better. was really, this was really weird, right? They said she's mm-hmm. under the weather, but then they said she's asymptomatic and quarantining. I was like, Yeah, what does that mean? Does she just have like diarrhea? Or is she ace? Does she have symptoms or not? Because asymptomatic means no symptoms. How are you under the weather and having no symptoms? Which makes me think like she has the flu and then she wasn't testing positive or was she testing positive, but she feels fine. Like, I I don't fucking know. But I mean, uh, they're just like super spreading around Europe right now. What I'm saying (laughs) is (laughs) tummy troubles can also be COVID symptoms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what the hell do you mean by asymptomatic? You can't be under the weather and asymptomatic. That is not a thing. Fatigue is a symptom. Okay. Like. I don't want to side with okay anyway whatever um <laughs> I don't want to get on my soapbox or whatever but I'm just like do you know how medicine works do you know how like you're not a doctor clearly you can't even talk like yeah that. she's asymptomatic and quarantining I was like I can't deal with this crap oh my god no it, that that was driving me nuts like Jesse's a fucking idiot I was also, like she's under the weather as in sad like <laughs> dude the, the little the little PAs or whoever's doing like editing for the show the right now the junior stuff. yeah the junior editors were just they were done with his ass they were every single time he was on screen for more than like a half a second they're like he's 44 look at this 44 year old motherfucker like they're yeah, just like, into it let's bring a young host on what the hell are we doing exactly yeah um yeah. okay there was some katie thing i guess i missed i don't know oh this was when he talked about all the women i this is i i have all of the things that he said about the women except for katie but we know <laughs> how he feels about katie she's like doing really well um brooklyn is a straight shooter and then mm-hmm. she was like gonna live up to that and then 
Cat is someone I get butterflies with. Gabby, one-on-one, something really strong there. Allie, we had our date in LA. I'm like, that's all you have to say about Allie? <laughs> Got it. later. Yeah. He's not even hiding it. Yeah. He's like, Allie, we had a date. So that's a thing. And I was like, okay, he doesn't care about Allie. Um, Ariel is intriguing. I don't feel like I fully know just yet. Uh, Charity, everything leading up to this point has been great. So now let's go on a one-on-one. Yeah, and, so he basically laid out exactly how this episode was going to go down, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, why do I even need to watch like, it? Here's the Cliff's notes. You I was like, I know who's going end. home now. Like, I'm smart. I pay attention. Yeah, and and there's basically like from from that point forward, like the the two main things of interest are uh, this this bizarro like Catherine situation, cat situation, whatever, where she's like, okay, I'm gonna go talk to charity real quick and they start to have this conversation and it's good because i think she's about to have one, one of my favorite reality tv show conversations and it's like i pulled you aside to let you know i'm not going to apologize to you which kicks ass um and that was the direction she was heading in but she didn't even get to have that ridiculous conversation because for whatever reason brooklyn's like let me just like put myself between two adults talking. <laughs> what is she doing? I, I was like, I was kind of about it. I was like, all right, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> oh, no, I, I mean, for, for pure entertainment value, I'm fine with it. But I'm just like, what exactly are you thinking? Like, what it, what is the line of logic? Like, what, what, do, what do you accomplish? Unless you're trying to like outmaneuver Cat and like kind of throw her off her game. But I also don't see Brooklyn as that like... I don't know, cerebral and manipulative. I think she really was just like, I think Kat's a piece of shit. So I'm going to interrupt this conversation. That's 100% like, what I you're think. you're a piece of shit. I, that's what I thought she was like, you know what? I just don't like Kat and any chance to thwart her. I'm, yeah. I'm here I cannot for it. wait five more minutes. I must run to the other room to tell her she's a piece of shit. Right <laughs> yeah, <now. laughs> I thought she was like, she was like foaming at the mouth. She was like, yeah, yeah this is going to be good. And I was like, you know what? Like, Sure. Okay, <laughs> this is cool. I'm fine with it. Um, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't think what she did was cool. And I just have not a strong opinion about her. So it's not like I like strongly yeah. dislike her or anything, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. That wasn't very cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and then she did this thing. Uh, but yeah, so like Brooklyn was like, I'm sorry, but I think it was just not the time for it. And it was classless. And Kat was like, I felt extremely attacked. And I'm like, you felt extremely attacked. <laughs> yeah, because like everything this is, wild this is like the other thing say. the other week when, when someone was just like, oh, I don't want to fight you for it. And then someone was just like, she wants to fight me. It's like, will you all just calm the fuck down, please? Like, <laughs> this is not nobody's yeah it's like cat just just chill it's but yeah not it, was, a big it was like deal. brooklyn yeah. had to run up to be like hey i know charity's gonna say this to you in about five seconds but let me interject and say it first <laughs> yeah like i don't know i mean i think she was just trying to be helpful i don't think she was yeah, like yeah, trying sure. to be a shithead or whatever but i i just I, I don't have the desire like the fire for zach that these women do like i would never if someone's just like Hey, I just want you to know that before you one on one, I totally made out with Zach, and like I'm not sorry because I I'm you know just I want to marry him. I'd be like, yeah, that's please do. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking interested at all. I think I think you know I th- I I think mm-hmm. um yeah I think she was more about defending charity than she was about like specifically um 
Zach. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't well, think then, it had to do with Zach. Into, I think like, it had to do with Charity. <laughs> but but then it's like, I mean, Charity's an adult. She can, I mean, is, is that Brooklyn saying, like, I gotta, like, run in here and, like, defend this person? I think... Like, I don't see Charity as the kind of person who would have just, like, wilted and been like, oh, it's fine, you can kiss him whatever you want. Like, I, I was hoping they were going to, like, really go at it. Uh, I mean, unless she grabbed Brooklyn or something and we didn't know it, but I don't no, know if that happened. I, yeah, so. it didn't seem like it. Because the other girls that were, that were sitting in the couch were like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> I mean, you know, as long so. as Charity was okay with it, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't think she minded. But No, and, she and seemed she, a little confused at first. Yeah, like, and then she was, but she was like, you know what? She's got a point. Um, like, yeah. She was like, you know what? It was really crappy that you did that. Anyway, um, <laughs> agreed. Yeah. That's that's where <laughs> that's where Sammy and I diverge. She's like, it was crappy to kiss them before the date. I was like, everyone should make out all the time. <laughs> I'm just like, I, it just like was really tacky for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, okay, so we're 36 minutes in. And we haven't even gone to the first date yet. Oh my god! You're welcome yeah, for all this extra date. content, everybody. Uh, so they explore the tor- tor- blah, 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 explore the town with horses. They're in Estonia, by the way. And here's the thing about Estonia. Um, I don't know anything about it, so you can Same. tell me that anything is Estonian, and I would be like, sure. And I think uh, they use that to their full potential. Oh, I'm they not, absolutely do. I'm not saying that anything isn't Estonian, but uh, it felt like, <laughs> okay, I apologize to our Estonian listeners. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is what it felt like. It felt like they did things that were vaguely uh, fictionally European. Oh yeah, that's how I felt. All too. in the same thing, especially because they start the episode by being like, "I feel like I'm in Frozen," and I'm like, "That wasn't a real place." But that was also like <laughs> Scandinavia, and you're in yeah. Estonia. It's like, just cold. That's like that's- a different. <laughs> area of europe like i know it's by latvia and lithuania because i remember i had to know that those were in order when i wrote them on my map for geography tests um but like i was like this is so like it yeah it just felt like vaguely european but not specifically estonian and so i would be curious to hear from anyone who's familiar with Estonia, how they felt about the episode, if they felt similarly, because it just felt like they were making some shit up. I don't Absolutely. think the wife carrying was made up, though. No, I real. I think that was real. <laughs> that I I don't know. When they got to that, I was like, this is either real or like they just they're like, how like Borat can we go on this one? Like that was the the level they were at. But I, it really did feel like they were going through their we're in Eastern Europe checklist. Yeah. They're just like, okay. Uh, well, we've got some witchcraft. We've got a sauna. Uh, I've got a the, lot to say about the witchcraft. <laughs> also, my God, it you know what? It's not a season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette unless you go to a spa and you get to whack someone with leaves or sticks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that to me just feels like um, like not Estonia. Like that I would associate with like a Russian bath. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, okay, that's what I'm saying. But um, it's The Bachelor. It's, it's every country they're in. We, it's like... So, what is your official hit someone with a bush <laughs> tradition And they're like, well, here? we have this kind of stick. And they're like, great. Um, okay, I'm going to tell you about a custom that you might not know about, but I think it will amuse you. This is not in Estonia, but this is in Denmark. And I would love to see them do this because this is real. 
Um, mm. So if you're single, because this would be great, they could put everybody who's 25 and older and, and do this with them if they go to Denmark. If you're single, at tw- and if they ever do this, we know the producers listen to this show. Um, <laughs> uh, if you're single at 25 in Denmark, people throw spices all over you in the street. So the, the, the video I saw and the pictures that I saw, um, it's horrific. I'm not kidding. You, you go out into the street and your friends cover you head to toe in cinnamon. Like talk about the cinnamon challenge. You get covered in cinnamon if you're single at 25 in Denmark and like, Oh dear! And you're like out in the street, like covered in do, this. Do women like shit. that? <laughs> Is I, to attract it's, a mate. It's just a custom. I don't know where it came from, but I know it happens in Denmark, and uh, it's like, and they also splash you with water so the cinnamon mm. sticks better. That makes sense. It's just horrible. That sounds. Just awful. Now, one one guy's got goggles on, which I think is smart. But it's great because it's like anyone who's 25 on the show, they could just cover them. And <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So that's like a real custom. So it's like you never know. Um, let's see. Estonian wife carrying. Let's uh, Google it. Oh, yeah, that's real. It's real. Uh, wow. it, and it's uh, it looks now, competitive. OK, it's real. But. The scenario where they just happen to stumble upon no, that wasn't real. That was obviously made up. That's the part that's ridiculous. But here's the deal. And then we went to it. I'd be like, okay, but they're like, and then we just walked into it. We're like, wow, what's this? (laughs) But here's the deal. It didn't even originate in Estonia. Mm. It originated in Finland. Oh. And then it was uh, like adapted in Estonia and also Sweden. Oh, wow. I wonder if there's like small stylistic flourishes. Yes, that... <laughs> there are. There is the Estonian carry technique. Oh, yeah. So just love that Estonian technique. Just say, what I want to know more about is that Estonian spirit. I want to try it. I was like really mm. excited by that. Um, this, I wonder if this is what it is. I don't know. What liquor is Estonian known for? This is. Vanna Talon. It's a dark brown liqueur with a mild rum taste. That could be it. They said it was like peppery. What's the national drink of Estonia? Kali, maybe? No, that's like a beer. Yeah, that's huh. weird. I don't know what they. What drank. was it? What was it that they made them drink? Because they know, were it like sort of, it had to be some sort of like herbal liqueur. Because the thing is, is like people are always like, "Malort's yucky," and it's like, "Yeah, it is," but there's also like nine thousand European liqueurs that taste vaguely similar to that yeah i'm like what would be peppery like what would be the peppery thing that they would have drank the only thing that keeps popping up is this this old talon bana talon liqueur that's the thing that oh wait there's a pepper schnapps uh live pepper schnapps is an original product that's been on sale they're yeah, so they yeah, that's probably it. That's probably what they made them drink. So it wasn't even like the most famous drink in Estonia. It's like this other one. It's this pepper schnapps. I bet it because they said it was peppery. There's no way it was. The other one sounded fruity. I'm like, that sounds like good. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that sounds really good. Okay, my next goal is to try to find Vanna Talon somewhere. Uh, if I'm pronouncing that really wrong, Estonians, I'm very sorry. I'm sure I am. Um. 
that says it's a silky aromatic liqueur with notes of vanilla, citrus, and warm spices. That sounds delightful. I want that. Yeah, that that actually sounds pretty good. I'd try it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to see if I can find it somewhere. Anyway, um, (laughs) even though I like don't really drink anymore, I'm like, yeah, I want to try that. Um, so, so that part was real. So we figured that out. I'm sure there's, um, I'm sure there's like, uh, spas and stuff. The thing that is weird. Okay. Is, and there were Estonian and Latvian witch trials. Like there were Salem witch trials, but here's the vibe that I got from that Estonian witch. And I can't prove this because I do not know what Estonian witchery looks like, but it felt appropriative to me. It felt like she was just pulling at all these different practices, some of which are closed practices, at least with the cultures I know, and just mixed them together and was like, I'm a witch. But they literally, (laughs) they literally like bring on these witches like every season and they all do the same shit. And it's like, from what I know of the practices that I know about, there are very specific things tied to very specific cultures that aren't really uh, exciting for TV or even something that someone would be willing to do on TV. Because mm-hmm. if they're like a practitioner who's been doing this for hundreds of years, like, you know, family line has been doing this for hundreds of years, they're not going to just come on TV and do it. No, so instead, no. they bring on these capitalist witches (laughs) you know what i mean i'm not saying that what she did was or wasn't estonian i have no way of knowing but my spidey sense is tingling let's put it that way yeah that's fair that's fair i don't know Uh, anyway that's another soapbox i don't need to get on but i i have a real issue with new age spirituality and i was getting whiffs of it from that witch so yeah i i I mean i don't know shit about any of that so i'm i'm deferring to you fully here i was just like oh it's this segment again that the bachelor loves dearly it's just like (laughs) to me it felt like a bunch of different things put into one but it could be estonian and i don't know so Mm -hmm. if it is i am sorry but knowing the bachelor producers i'm gonna guess it's not and uh um yeah (laughs) Uh, but i that would take a lot more research and um yeah like i you know but there is a lot of there is a lot of folk magic in estonia um but i don't know if it's what we saw on tv is what most uh and here's an interesting thing that i just read uh on visitestonia.com which i would trust um they talk about here's the thing yeah it's like a lot of spiritual practices like this isn't this isn't like a side of things that I'm as familiar with, but I have, you know, I, I went through yoga teacher training. I learned a lot about yoga philosophy. Through that, I learned a lot about like Hinduism and a lot of Hinduism has been appropriated by new age spiritualists and bastardized and turned into stuff that doesn't remotely actually look like Hinduism or mm-hmm. any yoga practice or anything. Um So that's how I'm familiar with certain things. And the thing is, a lot of spiritual practices aren't um, aren't publicized, aren't going to ever show up on TV or show up in photos or anything like that, because they're determined to be very personal practices that people 
it's inappropriate to share them. And mm-hmm. a lot of the times the practices aren't um, that flashy or exciting. And so there's nothing really to, uh, that would be like good TV anyway. Um, but this is kind of interesting. On Visit Estonia, they talk about how smoke saunas are a big part of Estonian daily life. And there's like this cool mm. little like hut that they've got. Like it's, it kind of looks like a greenhouse, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a little sauna um, on their website. Uh, so I do like that. And they said something about how, see, this is so much more interesting to me. They talk about protective magic in Slavic cultures and how they would um, wash themselves in holy springs and um oh but how about this <laughs> uh so apparently this is a practice with estonians going back a long time appropriation goes back to the 13th century <laughs> according ah. to this website they treated beliefs flexibly took what sounded appealing and left what didn't in one sentence they could turn to the holy thunder and in the next speak about dear jesus uh said hillame about estonian magic charm text it was yeah. a safer bet to accept bits from various religions in case any of them turned out to be the right kind of unearthly support. Who could know? So apparently this is something that they've been doing for a really, really long time. It's just, take just the combining best cultures <laughs> and like going, that. we're witches now. Why, um, why put all your eggs in one basket? We're just going to take a few here and there, you know? Well, you know, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of cultures who say that's inappropriate if you're what you're doing is to make a buck, you know, and yeah, that's sure, sure. that's the, that's where that witch comes in. I think that's just my feeling. Well, uh, I mean, look, sounds look like at it was the, confirmed. Look at the reverence that The Bachelor has for for spirituality. I mean, they they hit each other with sticks. Uh, a woman is trying to talk to them about why they're doing it. And they're just like laughing and ignoring her. And then, of course, um, you know, because it's the bachelor and how much more puritanical can you get? Uh, they go into a sauna and uh, Zach is super grossed out because he just saw an uncircumcised penis for the first time in his life. What's he going to do? Oh no. Yeah. That was weird. I was like, this is a totally normal couple just going into a sauna and a hot tub. Yeah. And you guys are being weird about it. Like, that was so Ew, yucky. The olds are here and they're naked. I saw a boob. Yeah. It, that was so strange. Um, Okay, the other thing that's really weird, I'll stop shitting on this Estonian wife, uh, or Estonian wife, Estonian witch. Um, sorry, I thought about the <laughs> wife and husband. Um, okay, the other thing that was so weird in this episode is like, why is everyone dressing like it's the 1500s? Did you notice this? <laughs> I'm like, does, and then, but it's funny because everyone around them, like when they pan out, is just wearing normal everyday clothing. Yeah, but they just zoom in on people that are like, I dressed myself in a potato sack today. Yeah, like, they're like old world Wisconsin, get dressed up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? You know, and like even the bartender, you know, he was like having good time or having hard labor, you know. And I was like, is this like, I also couldn't, because I, I don't I don't have a read on Estonians. I was like, one of these people could be a fake Estonian and I would have no idea. You know, mm-hmm. like that yeah, was no the clue. thing that was weird. It just did feel like vaguely European. But I do think it's funny that one of the things that we just read was about how Estonians like picked and chose things. <laughs> I think that's so yeah. much I'm gonna like The Bachelor. <laughs> read more about it later. Yeah, it's like it's a match made in heaven. Um, but I will say with the witch segment, it, I 
who knows if this happened with other people, but man, Jess and the candle and it going out and her just going, I'm sorry, next, you know, I was like, damn, like that hurt. Like I felt bad for Jess just watching that candle burn out. I was like, that's devastating for you. So we know Jess is insecure and all of that stuff. Um, But let's talk about uh, Charity quick before we get into all that stuff, because we kind of missed her part of her date. So, so, okay, again, what has, what does Charity have in common with every other woman on the show? Can you tell me? Is she, is she a nurse? (laughs) <laughs> no, she was in an emotionally abusive relationship. Oh yeah, that's the other thing too. Every single <sighs> woman is, I, are they trying to one up each other? Because like Charity said, she was in an emotionally abusive relationship, and I want to say it was like Ariel or something. It was just like a man has never bought me food or something ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what what is about? happening? This is so different. Every single date he's been on, they're like, no one has ever been nice to me ever. Yeah, I guess you know, I. I we are a little bit older, Sammy. So apparently uh, in Gen Z culture, a date is when you withhold nourishment and push a woman down the stairs. That's just all they do. Uh, I have, it's, it's wild. Like, I mean, some of these things are like serious, like abuse, like emotional, physical, mental, psychological. And other things are just like a man has never like taken me to McDonald's. Like, wh- Why? Yeah, it's really I don't want to date you. I'll still buy a cheeseburger. Just come on down. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I've had I've had people I was just like casually seeing treat me better than these men you spent whole ass relationships with. I'm like, I'm like, I've definitely had to buy me presents and food and like and like I mean, well, and I also went to school in Indiana for a while, so I had like the overkill thing where like men would run from across the campus to open a door for me, which was weird. Excuse um, me, excuse me, ma'am, if I'm there. Uh, I was like, what is let happening? Let me set my jacket down on this rain puddle. <laughs> I'm like, we're still in the Midwest, sir. Like, no, it's I, great. Like, every Midwestern Indiana dude thinks they're, like, from, I don't know. They, they, there's too much Kentucky bleeding into them. <laughs> yeah, there's something so weird about it. I was just like, like they want to be Southern, so they overcompensate, and they're basically like Foghorn Leghorn yeah. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> like you're in Indiana, do you know that? Like, and they're like, well, there's North of Indy and South of Indy. And yeah. I was like, oh, excuse yeah. me, and they're like, well, I'm South of Indy. I'm like, got it, got it. Sure. Waffle House territory. I understand. Um, but you know, it's like, yeah, weren't some of you from the South? Haven't you had men open doors for you? Because you really can't avoid it. You would have to like, you would have to like run away from them to keep them from opening a door for you. I remember sometimes it's just nice to open a door for someone. So you don't like slam it in their face like a dick. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. It's like, how are you not just like dealing with like polite people sometimes? Like one time. Yeah. I went on a date with with a guy. I, he was my boyfriend at the time. And we went to this restaurant. It was a really nice restaurant. And he pulled out my chair for me. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll sit over there. <laughs> like, I literally thought he was grabbing yeah. it for himself. And I was just like, oh, okay, I can sit over here. He's like, I'm pulling out a chair for you. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, I oh, yeah. See, and that's my nightmare. That's why I don't, I've never done the chair pull. Like, I'm aware of it. And I understand it is like, you know, at face value, a nice thing you can do especially if you're on a date i don't do it because I, I don't want to dictate where 
you're going to sit. Listen, I'm, I'm going to let you do that. <laughs> it confuses Northerners. I'll it tell does. You that much. I was like, confusing. I have no idea what the fuck you're doing right now. Can but anyway. you imagine if if we were going to a restaurant and it was one of those tables where it's like the like half of it is booth and the other side is a chair and I pull out the chair, but you are a diehard booth lady at heart. I don't want to rob you of that. I like, am a diehard booth lady. How exactly, did you do that? <laughs> exactly. You because you, you just you have diehard booth vibes. Thank but, you. I love a booth. <laughs> yes. So, but and and then you know, oh, out of like polite whatever-ness, then you would be robbed of that joy. So yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I it is weird because he like picked a chair for me, right? And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Which, um, people have chair preferences. I don't think anyone's like hell yeah i love opening doors like no one's ever said that oh my god so you do (laughs) so i guess i could have said on a date well like nobody's ever let me pick my own chair before and i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) um but no it was really sad like the charity story was really sad she talked about there being like lots of infidelity and stuff and it was someone she knew and all that and that was really sad and then she got she noticed she got really hunched up and like kind of like closed in on herself when she was talking about it and i was like this is horrible. What happened to you is horrible. And Zach is like not great at comforting people or communicating well. So mm-hmm. I'm really sorry that he's the one that's receiving this news right now. It's yeah. just really bad. Um, and then Zach was like, I lost myself in the previous relationship before this. I'm like in the two weeks that you were with Rachel. Yeah, she's like, I was cheated on and literally abused. And he was just like, I was on a game show with 30 other men and I got dumped at like a and i just keep talking about it point. yeah i was just like whatever but listen you know Her they dude. went on a carriage ride we won't talk about um how i don't really like carriages either because i've been a debbie downer enough today um but it was very magical charity really liked it i'm just glad that she got the date that she deserved because she got you know like screwed over last week and then we get a falling for from charity which is like the first one of those we've gotten so we've got falling for mm-hmm. um and then uh oh so wait okay so ariel gets the one-on-one um and then just did it and now she feels like broken and sad and all that and she'll be on the group date and then um, I have a I have a quote from Brooklyn. I think it's about Kat, and she just it just says it made me want to box her ears off. Um, so that's just the quote I have <laughs> since we kind of jumped around about all that drama. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, and the okay into your eyes through the flame. So yeah, so they're like looking through this flame and whatever, and they're like trying to connect over this flame, and then the candle goes out. And I feel like the witch hated Jess, and I'm just gonna put that out there. And I also think, do you think Jess looks like Anna Chlumsky? Because I feel like she does. Yes, I can see I, that. For I sure. can't get over it. I'm like, she's so cute. She looks like Anna Chlumsky. Uh, I can say her name. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so they're on the group date. Katie has like a good moment with Zach. I think Katie's going to be in the top two. I'm going to say oh, yeah. it right now. She's, Zach is, there. he has no poker face at all. Like, yeah, she's kind of a deadlock. As, as displayed in the beginning of the episode where he's having coffee and he's like, let me lay out exactly how the rose ceremony is going to go. <laughs> like, yeah, like I he's think got Kate, his picks in his head. Katie's like totally like top two. Um, maybe Gabby. What do you think? I think Katie and Gabby. Yeah, um, Katie is a lock. Uh, I think Gabby's a lock, although he's like, but I also like Ariel and they look similar. Uh, yeah, and then I mean, I, 
Ariel could have come up from behind for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think uh Kat stumbled a little bit this week, but she seems like I mean, since they're one on one in the Bahamas or whatever, she's basically been like a lock for him. Uh just because he's googly eyed over her. I don't think she'll win because he's just like she's smoking hot. I know nothing about her, but I just need her physical presence in my life. Um Yeah. But yeah, that that makes the most sense. Brooklyn, no, not no. gonna happen. No, but I think she What do you love about Brooklyn? She's a straight shooter. Got wrong answer. <laughs> she might be a good personality filled bachelorette. Yes. I mean Yeah, oh yeah, she'd be I fine. Think she's I think got she's a really gonna be good... Yeah, she'd be interesting as a bachelorette. Yeah. Uh she'd be great on Paradise. I'm yeah, I'm fine with her existing in other media. I think I she's think gonna she's I think here. we're gonna see more of her in something else if she wants to keep going. Yeah, she's um, got a strong enough personality. She's got she's got like uh like Katie type personality. Yeah, or, she's like yeah. fun and I also again I think her regular job is more interesting than her rodeo work and I wanna hear more about it. Okay. Anyway. So, um, Jess, so Jess is feeling mm-hmm. really insecure. I feel really bad for Jess because I think everything she feels is a hundred percent valid. And again, Zach is bad at communicating and he has no place to tell, uh, like to tell Rachel that she's like bad at this, that, and the other thing when she, he is so bad at it himself. Mm-hmm. And She's like upset and she's like, well, listen, I'm a slow burn and I know it. And and he's like, it's fine. Right. He's like, it's totally fine. And she's like, well, I just feel like you haven't seen all of me yet and whatever. And and then he's like, well, listen, I'm feeling so he goes, I'm feeling so confident about us. And she's like, but like, uh, how can uh, how can I not feel like a hit to my confidence when I'm last. Like, I think that's a Although valid- Although to be fair, Greer has not had a one-on-one either. Although she Yeah, that's true. But she, <laughs> yeah, so she, but she's like by process of elimination right now, I'm last, sure, you know, sure. and she, and I totally get that. And, he, and here's the thing that's fucked up is he's like, I'm feeling so confident about us. And she's like, well, I'm not. So I'm just looking for reassurance. And that took him from- I'm confident with you to there's a mismatch and I'm not feeling confident. And you know what? I'm actually feeling nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? Well, like and, and it was this, so again, fucking weird. It's super weird, but I, I understand his thought process. It's wrong, but, <laughs> so but this, how this, is that any better than like Rachel didn't do anything no, nearly no, no, that no. bad. It's, it's not better. It's bad. But here's why, here's why his brain is doing this because He's basically saying, like, the one-on-ones don't matter. Like, he's saying, I'm using them to, you know, suss out different things or people I'm not sure about or, you know, figure out connections. He's saying, like, I got you. You're good. Like, I like you. You're fine. Because in his head, like, when he was sitting there having coffee, this is already played out. Like, he's mapped this out. I firmly believe by this point of this season and probably earlier, he knows who he's going to pick. Or he at least knows who his top candidates are. Like, he is just whittling this down. But, like, in his mind, he's like, oh, yeah, Jess is safe this week. I know who I'm picking for this week. Like, he was done. And then for her to to say, like, like, oh, I'm not feeling good about this. And he's like, oh, no, this has shaken my power rankings. (laughs) Like, that's how dumb he is. The thing that's fucked up is he's like, I'm so confident about us. He's like, I'm so confident about us with like absolutely like 
no like backing on that. Like you're not confident. He's him saying I'm so confident about us is a fucking mm-hmm. lie. He's yeah. a liar. He is lying because you are not I don't care, you know, okay. You know like when you see people like lament about like a relationship that didn't go the way that they wanted. Right. And they mm-hmm. start over and it's like the beginning, like it's, they, it's like we've been talking for a few weeks type of a thing. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, Oh, well, what if I, you know, um, I wish that I hadn't like texted so much or maybe I came on too strong or maybe I should. And, you know, you start to like, like, you know, uh, overanalyze everything you did. Uh, and then the response to that is usually like, listen, if the person is right, you being yourself, however that comes out naturally, should be totally fine and it's yeah. not going to wreck anything. So mm-hmm. if you can't be yourself around someone and you feel like you're constantly orchestrating to make them comfortable and make yeah. this thing work that's not the right fit that's just not the the right right relationship for you and so that's kind of how i feel where it's like um if she there's nothing she should have been able to do in that conversation when she's just voicing feeling it's not like she said anything bad she was just like i feel like the last pick because i am uh, mm-hmm. In the current configuration as it stands, and I'm looking for reassurance because I'm upset. And he said, I'm so confident about us. And then turns around after she presses <laughs> him a little bit more and goes, actually, I'm not confident about us. Psych. Now that you have challenged me, I am no longer confident because That's... you have taken my power rankings. <laughs> right. So I'm saying like that was never supposed to happen. There was nothing. Again, like they said with Kat, there's nothing she could have said or done to change the ultimate outcome, which is he wasn't going to pick her. So she just left earlier. But the way he communicated that was so fake and phony and was such bullshit and was such a lie. And he is so bad at this. And this is what I've been waiting for. I have been <laughs> waiting. You know, like that gif of the guy, like, you know, like rubbing his hands together behind a tree. That's me. I'm like, just wait. I was just like sitting there waiting. The Shaq gift where he's to... like licking his lips. <laughs> no, not the Shaq gift. I'll send it to you. But I know what when you're talking about that one that sometimes people juxtapose with that cat. No, not yeah, that yeah. one. Um, but I'm just like, sit. I was just like sitting and waiting, you know, to like, to like watch, watch this like completely implode. And it did. And he looks so bad and I'm glad he looks bad. And maybe they will listen to us like, you know, I don't know, but it just makes me so upset. She didn't deserve it at all. I just feel so bad for her, but also like she, she did like dodge a bullet you know yeah and and there's so. i mean there's there's a clear path forward too for him if like he, if he really was like oh like she's one of my top gals i can't like you could be like hey the one-on-ones don't matter i'm saving you for the next one or something like that or you could have done anything to reassure her but then but he just like you said he was just like i'm confident she's like i'm not <laughs> like i'm upset and he's, and he's like, like well, well time I'm to go either you and, know? and here's what that points to Again, going back to the idea that he has for weeks probably mapped out um, who his top contestants are and how he will eliminate things. And he's basically just waiting 
for the pieces to fall into place so that he can follow this this like plan that he's put in his head. And with Jess, she was probably going to survive this week, but she's not a top three. So he, he was like, I'm confident that she'll survive this week. And then next week she would have been gone, right? Like, right, yeah. It's like, so don't even say I'm confident. Like, just be honest. Because yeah. what he said at the beginning of the episode was like, I'm not sure about Jess. I have questions. And he, yeah. he was and then just, to say he's confident. <laughs> right. And so he's doing exactly what he accused Rachel of doing, but is worse. And also for those of you who are yelling, at the podcast is Anthony Adams behind the tree rubbing his hands with Not the Shaq. yellow suit that Not I'm Shaq. thinking about. The Shaq gif is the one where he does like the shoulder shimmy. Yeah, the shoulder shimmy is really yeah. good. Yeah, and he's like look, and he's like looking out the corner of his eye, and then yeah, and then and the there's cat, the cat, and the cat's butt shake, and there's the yeah. cat that's also doing it. Yeah, I think um, another good gift for you here would be the one where I think it's Antonio Banderas, and he's got like kind of longer hair, and he, and he leans back in the chair, and he just kind of puts his fist by his mouth, like yes, like that. That was you. <laughs> oh, I need to look After at this. this. Okay, I'm like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I know exactly what one you're talking about. Yes, the that is one. me right now. I am <laughs> I am always Antonio Banderas. Um, but yeah, so like this whole scenario sucked. I actually don't know how people um took it, it like how the internet took it. I did see one person be like, he's so terrible. Oh, Nick. Nick, oh my God! Nick Vile, <laughs> Nick Vile called him a total dick. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Vile calls you a dick, dude. Uh, you're in trouble, man. That is really bad. Oh my God! Pot, pots recognize kettles, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, I would have to say honestly, like, I think Nick was nicer to his women on his season than Zach was. Mm. Fair. I I feel like he gave them. I think he's charming in a weird, fucked up way. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, "I wish it was different." It was so sad. I don't know. It just made me so sad. Okay. Okay. So this is what Nick said. That's two weeks in a row now that Zach was a total dick to one of the women. <laughs> it's literally all about the one-on-one. -on -one. Zach knows that. He may just feel like she messed up for expressing a valid concern. That's yeah. how I feel. And mm -hmm. then, oh, and then Nick apparently, God, Nick's really been on one. All right, buddy. He said, Zach is acting like the guy who gets mad at his girlfriend for not letting him know she wanted validation on her birthday. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not good. Like, and, no. and that he keeps demonizing Rachel. It's like, you know, um, light is the greatest disinfectant and, you know, like time reveals all. And I knew this was going to happen, but, you know, I don't know. I'm still not getting a lot of satisfaction. Hopefully he gets put like, here's the thing. The thing that's hard is the leads don't normally get put on the hot seat unless they're Juan Pablo. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just not sure. Oh, my God. He kept going. Oh, my God, Nick. <laughs> He's... <laughs> He's unstoppable. Yes. He goes, he sounded like a guy who Valentine showed up for her birthday and he completely missed it. And she goes to her boyfriend and says, that kind of bothered me. And he says, well, you could have fucking told me that you wanted a card on Valentine's Day. <laughs> you wanted me to acknowledge your birthday. Wow. Nick. <laughs> He's so mad. It's funny. Um, okay, I like this, Nick. Um, 
somebody else, let's see. Oh, so here were some of the social media comments about it. Zach's inability to talk through problems with these girls is such a red flag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's what I'm saying. If you're that quick to shut down and dismiss these girls, how do you ever plan to make it through a marriage? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. God, it just really Probably sucks. Won't go too well. <laughs> Apparently, oh, get this. Ratings for the season have fallen to a hit and historic low. Mm. Prompting many to wonder whether this could even be the final season of The Bachelor. Uh, dream on. It's know, not going to happen. So, yeah. But uh, wow. Yeah. Now they would have to like eat shit for three or four seasons straight. And then. And he probably... gaslit just the whole time. Okay. This is what this is what Jess said happened. Uh, so she's this is what Jess said to Us Weekly. Apparently she goes. He's an amazing guy, but throughout our journey, he always reassured and validated me. He always told me everything's going to be okay and to just kind of hold out and hold on. So as time went on and I wasn't getting that special quality time with him, I was definitely in my head of like, what am I missing here? There's nothing being communicated. That's wrong. So in a way, I saw it coming because it just wasn't adding up. But yeah, I was definitely blindsided still, which is why she looked as upset as she did in the car. Because, like, he was telling her one thing and then was just kind of like, you know what? I'm actually not confident and you should probably go. Bye. Mm -hmm. So and he didn't uh, he didn't uh, address it at all on his Instagram. He just said, hello, hello, Estonia. Truly had quite the exciting experience here in this beautiful country. Can't wait to go back. I'm tall in on Estonia. Mm. That's all he said. Oh, and then. My God, I, we we gotta we gotta get to the rose ceremony real quick because I I need to talk about this like teaser for what's coming because I was just like this how could they make it any worse? <laughs> Basically, <sighs> um, go ahead, go ahead. I I was just gonna say that uh you know so we go through the rose ceremony and um it plays out exactly like his coffee chat said it would. Oh so. wait, real quick though, I will say I really liked that Gabby got pancakes with one-on-one time before the rose ceremony. That is and nice. Gabby is my food queen and I love her. Okay, anyway, we can keep going. Always nice when you get to see someone actually eat on a on the bachelor. That's, well, that's and Gabby, good. that's been her whole thing. It's just mm-hmm. like food, food, food. And I I love, you know, I I love yeah, people who eat food on the show. That <laughs> so they they tease what's coming in the season and this has been pretty like a low drama affair and just the whole thing has been a a dud and here's the big twist uh we learn that zach doesn't want to have sex in the fantasy suite which we know we know does not always happen like people have been you know they've candidly said like after the season like oh we actually didn't have sex we just talked and it was good and and you know and and good things come from that that's fine just perfectly fine i don't care we've had like literal virgins on the show so it's okay um but to make it like his thing he's like oh i'm not gonna have sex i'm not gonna do it uh one you want to take whatever there's no wind in the sails of this season but the idea that you're gonna like it's like, uh, is one like saucy thing going to happen here? No, no. This is the anti-Brett Michaels. Um, he's not going to sleep with anyone. But it is then implied that he does anyways. <laughs> and it pisses off a bunch of people. So one of two things is going to play out here. Either uh, this is, you know, an edit 
meant to misdirect and make us think this so that there will be some compelling thing to make us continue to watch this leaden season uh, that isn't compelling at all. Or he's going to just accidentally sleep with one of the girls and piss off everybody else because I could see him piously walking in before fantasy suites and telling them all like, Hey, I know you want this hot bod, but uh, it ain't going to happen. I mean, (laughs) you know, he just sucks so bad and I, he's probably doing everyone a favor and whatever. I don't know. I just can't deal with, I really can't deal with this crap. Um, but can't do it. Yeah, it's just bad. It's just really, really bad. Um, hmm. 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 Indeed. Uh, okay. A couple other. Wait, I thought I had some. I thought I had some hot goss, and now I'm trying to remember what it was. Besides Vanderpump Rules hot goss. Um, <laughs> apparently, this is this is something that's kind of interesting. Even though Zach is being a total like jackass to Rachel, apparently Clayton and Rachel uh, uh, reunited to kind of do a postmortem on their relationship. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and he said something like he said, you know what? Some critics were on the money uh, and he believes that he did lack empathy and emotional intelligence on the show. No shit. Is he talking about us? Uh, yeah, obviously us, us experts. And he said, I didn't make the best decisions. I mean, there were weaknesses of mine that people were calling out and they were right. It was things I was struggling with uh, while promoting his book. Um, something nah. that I really regretted was that first I was very defensive post-show. I was defending all my actions without accepting accountability for what I had done. I kept shooting myself in the foot uh, where people were like, we get what you were thinking. It doesn't take away from the fact that you hurt these people and you aren't uh, accepting accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defend, defend, defend. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me see. Where's the Rachel stuff? Um, so much healing here. Okay, yeah. So he reunited with Rachel earlier this month after not talking to each other. Well, it must have been February. Yeah, for over an uh, each other for an entire year. And he said there was so much healing there. The conversation was so powerful. I walked away from that experience and I remember thinking, man, that just felt so rewarding. Well, thank God it was good for you. <laughs> I think you got a little more work to do, honey. Uh, and he said, I'm just so happy to know that even someone like her, after everything happened, everyone was mad at me, but nobody could be more mad at me than her, Gabby. And so for her to forgive me and tell me like, hey, I understand. I don't hold this against you any longer. That was probably one of the best things I could have heard. They don't have any reason to forgive me. But if she can, then uh, everything that I've... Wait, what? If she can, then everything I've done is forgivable and I can grow from this. That's a weird way to think about it, but okay. And I allow myself One to forgive One forgiveness equals absolution. Oh, forgiveness. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not sure about that. She's not Jesus. Um, if they forgive me specifically, I should be able to forgive myself. And so I did. Um. Yeah, anyway, so apparently they, they talked and everything's good and, and that's great. And I, God, I feel like there was another thing that I read about and now I am completely forgetting it. So, but listen, we've we've dragged this on long enough for a boring episode. We hope you enjoy all of our other reality TV talk. And you know what? You know, you let us know at popculturediner at gmail.com. If there's any other like show you want us to cover, you want us to do some like vintage something or other, I think that would be fun as hell. So uh, yeah. you know, just keep us posted and maybe someday I'll actually read those books once I don't have all the other books I have to read for grad school. Um, but Hey, we're in March. 
Uh, I'm not sure about you. I feel like it's, I'm not sure. I think it's coming in like a lamb, which I'm not happy about because that means it'll go out like a lion, but hopefully by you, uh, the other side is the case. But in, in any regards, you know, get, make it through this lousy smarch weather the best you can and stay healthy and, and take care of yourselves and others. Don't do needle drugs, please. You Please. come in hot, and then you hit them with softness. <laughs> and we, we're always polite. <laughs> always. I say please because man has never said please to me. 